Love is a score of zero. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> we think that's bullshit. We do not believe in tennis. <laughs> Fuck tennis. But this is the Love to Hate Podcast, and I am one of your hosts, Brad. With me tonight is Steph. Badminton rules. Fuck off, tennis. <laughs> and Nika. I like pickleball. <laughs> what? And last but not least, Kimberly Stonic. Ooh, I'm unathletic, and moving is a problem. <laughs> Okay, well, it sounds like we are love, love on this show. <laughs> 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 anyway, so welcome to the show. If you are not familiar with it, we, we basically have four people on the show, the people you just heard from. Two of us are going to love, two of us are going to hate. You, the listener, are going to decide who did it best or what you agree with the most or what you agree with the least, and uh, we'll go from there. Do we have any points of order before we begin? Brian, 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 Brian. 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 <laughs> All right, we're going to do another <laughs> shot for our good boy, Brian. We are. Brian's a pretty good dude. Brian is, I would. I think it is not a lie to say that Brian is our best fan, our, our most vocal mm-hmm. and loving fan. There was one time that we took family photos and we invited Brian because honestly, it feels like he's a part of the family. Mm. Hell yeah. Yeah. Another S tier fan of Love to Hate. But yeah. Fucking founder of the feast. He got to uh, the level of the pledge to get us a toast in his name. And you know what he did? This fucking legend. He increased it to beyond that. He increased <laughs> it so that we could get to our $300 a month tier. He's a Woo! good boy. Like he specifically did that so that we could start making that hot, hot bonus content. Hell He's yeah. truly a person of the people. Which that's good because it's gender neutral and sounds right. Right <laughs> off the tongue. Nice. Yeah. So I I feel like we should make up a a blessing for him, like like an Irish blessing. Like may all mm. the roads rise up to meet you, but with our particular spin. How do you, how do you feel about that? May all our shots rise up to, to meet you. <laughs> may all your underwear go on softly. Oh, may yeah. you never have a wrinkle in your sock. Yes. May all your shits wipe cleanly. <laughs> and may and you works. always get a tug on your cock. Yes! <laughs> Perfect! Perfect. Beautiful. That is just majestic. <laughs> That's what you get if you stay at this tier. What a great toast. <laughs> all right. Let us let us do the liquid part of the toast. All right. What's everybody drinking? Gin again. Vodka. I'm drinking spicy water. We're doing some more of that kitchen sake. All right, to Brian. To Brian. To Brian. LeBrian. To Brian. <sighs> Ooh, baby. Ooh, good. <laughs> it good tastes Brian. so good. Such spicy in my body. <laughs> all right. So this season, unlike other seasons, we are doing themed episodes. So we're all going to talk about one specific topic within a general theme. This episode, the theme is emotions. So we're going to talk about the stuff we love, the stuff we hate about emotions. Beep boop, an emotion. Shit's going to get deep. So, Nika, what do you love about emotions? You know, I knew that I was starting this and I had it in my head. And then immediately whenever you said my name, (laughs) it came into my head that it wasn't good enough. And then I felt the emotion, and so I'm going to do it. Because there is, I would argue, no greater motivator than fear itself. Oh, shit! And that's why I love fear. I love being afraid. Because nothing makes me feel more alive than the time whenever I'm sitting outside, not sober, and I hear a creak on the fence, or I hear the howl of a coyote, and my heart jumps and it races just a little bit faster and that rush of adrenaline and that fear that i'm gonna die at any second (laughs) is something that makes me say man i'm alive and i love it i love it so much yes you may want to reconsider literally two episodes ago your hate was phobias yeah yeah yes because i think a phobia is different than the feeling of fear Phobias make okay. you feel fear, but not 
only You're talking about like that fight or flight? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I I do thank you for bringing that up stuff because I think that that's something that I didn't fully think out if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. But I just like we're not streaming right now if you want to switch. No, because I have nothing okay. else. I can't think okay. of another emotion that I love other than just like love or happiness and So uh, can you think of things where you have been kind of motivated by fear and you're glad that you, you know, took that and like... Well, one thing is that I was really afraid to quit my job because I didn't know what I was going to do. And then I did quit my job. And I think that it has been, you know, maybe a short sight. It's very rough, but I think long term, it's going to be something that's a lot better. Um, And I don't think that if I... If I never felt that way, I don't think that I would have taken the step to do it. Because yeah. I think that if you don't fear that something bad might happen, then I feel like it's not important enough to kind of prompt you to make you want to change. And I don't know if that's like the right way to put it, but I think I know. No, what you mean. I, yeah. I get you. I, that because you fear it, it means you care enough about that yeah. to actually want to make the change. There's a really interesting book that I read while I was in college called The Gift of Fear, which talks about how fear is actually a really valuable emotion because like you said, Nika, it alerts us to things that are important and also like a lot of gut instincts and a lot of gut fears that people have. They are, it's a very important psychological process that helps us get out of very dangerous situations. So fear is actually a very, very valuable tool that we have um, uh, psychologically, which I've always found very interesting. And when I used to do competitive speaking when I was younger, I would always get so scared before it was always my turn. And me and my friend who, he was like my, my team member in it like we'd always say just like fear is just excitement fear is just excitement (laughs) (laughs) and it's true it's a different kind of excitement but it's like a dread excitement but if you can if you can channel that that energy it is ultimately helpful to you i feel like yeah do you feel also if there's something especially like that like i love karaoke I am extremely self-conscious and I feel like everyone has their song that they say. Yes. Like, it's, it's your car song. It's the mm-hmm. song you sing in your car and you go all out. And mm-hmm. mine is one that I love and it is a very hard song and it is I Dreamed a Dream. Oh, and hell I yeah. I love it. And there was at Bajaya's bachelorette party, someone accidentally pulled that up on the karaoke and I had had just enough to be not great at it, but also to say, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And so I went up there and my fear was, I was trembling. I was shaking the whole time, but I did it. And it was so much fun. And I felt like it was more rewarding because I overcame that fear. Yeah. And I was able to. Yeah. Agreed. Especially like afterwards Mm. when you're still kind of shaking a little bit, but it's just like, like, I I did it. I fucking did it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But what about that fear of rejection? You love that? No. <laughs> but I think that... <laughs> Damn. Right, just spiking it back got... over. Keeping the tennis. I, I think that having, like, whenever you... Job stuff, okay? So you apply to a job and you're like, man, I really love it. And then you're afraid that you're going to get rejected. And you don't want to hear any news about it because no news is good news. But I think... <laughs> Like, whenever you do get rejected, then it makes you refocus and think about, like, okay, well, like, is this what I want to do? Or is this not something I'm suited to do? Should I be looking to do something else? So I think it has, like, a purpose, and it doesn't necessarily have to be great. It doesn't have to feel great to be something ultimately good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I think that's very smart. It's a valuable psychological tool that we have. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of times where, like, if you weren't afraid, you know, you might not know what's worth doing. Exactly. <laughs> Brad, say it. Brad's pondering. I'm just trying to figure out how I want to say it. Like, okay. I'm okay with fear so long as you are able to work through it. But sure. if fear is something that paralyzes you and makes you do bad things, then fear is fucked, right? Well, like, yeah. like, absolutely. Like the racists who are scared of the other out of a fear of things that are unlike them or a fear of change, like, fuck that kind of fear. Like, sure. That's, that's bad. I don't like it. I would say that's bigotry and not fear specifically. 
I mean, it's a it's a subsection. Yeah. Well, we we talked about this a bit when Nika did phobias two episodes ago. So we we have covered kind of like the negative aspects yeah. of fear. Yeah, because I do feel like there can be a debilitating side of fear where you do get the negative outcomes like that. But I think that they're like everyone has at some point where you're like you're afraid, but it's that kind of I don't know. It's that it's that good fear in you. It's not that I think there's a there's a darkness inside everyone and there's a light. (laughs) And sometimes fear can be light and dark. So, So you hate phobias. Yes. You hate anxiety, but you like fear. I do. But I She's think about fear woman. too. Yep, it's true. I'm a lady. I like <laughs> to be complicated. <laughs> it's like before bungee jumping instead of um I don't know, being racist or homophobic. I don't know. It's it's a different kind of fear, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> you like it sounds to me like more like you like adrenaline than you like fear. Oh, maybe, but adrenaline isn't really an emotion. Well, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but maybe that is. But also, I wouldn't say like I'm an adrenaline junkie. I don't ever want to jump out of a plane. That's dangerous. <laughs> I've done it. That's you a have? debilitating fear. <laughs> Twice. Mm-mm. I mean, I get it. I mean, the the feeling that you get when you overcome a fear, I understand loving that. Yeah. I don't understand loving the fear that you have to overcome, I guess, is what I would say. Mm. I don't know. And also, I think but that's maybe- just me. Maybe I'm also thinking about it in terms of like, I like, maybe it is just that fight or flight kind of fear. I do enjoy that. But that's just adrenaline. Wow. Brad, you're unraveling my whole love. What are you doing to me? <laughs> you like horror movies and, and things like that. Like, do you like roller coasters, Nika? I do. I do like roller coasters. Yeah, it might just be the adrenaline. But maybe I, I think it has to be. I like adrenaline in a way that is safe and controllable. Yeah, like yeah. It's like the most Nika Howard statement <laughs> I think I've ever heard you say. I think how you could phrase this to still make me fair is you like fears that are not like that that are nonsensical. Does that make sense? Yes. Like things that you know that you shouldn't be afraid of that like Right. Like, like you know even, it's gonna it, be okay. Like like, like, yeah. like the worst case scenario of you going up in front of everybody. And singing I Dreamed a Dream is everyone's like, Nika, never do that again. It was terrible. Like, yeah. But that's even like not that bad of a consequence. You know what I sure, mean? Sure, 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 sure. I feel like maybe Nika's social anxiety might do a one-two punch with the bad ah, fears there. Because really, I think true. in Nika's brain, the worst thing that could happen is that nobody says anything. And that she worries for the rest of her life that they oh all talk about God. how bad she's saying I Dreamed yeah. a Dream. No, that's 100% true. Because then everyone, it doesn't matter what they say, secretly in their head, they're thinking that you are awful. Don't ever yeah. sing again. But you can't get over that anyways, so... So I might as well just lean into it and love yeah. it. Yeah. I do also really love the fear that you get if you can, like, really psych yourself into that fight or flight where you think I might be murdered. That kind of fear is <laughs> exhilarating. Yeah, it's also extremely you. <laughs> and that's, again, that's, that's, that's what I was talking about with the gift of fear. It's just, like, learning to trust those gut instincts because a lot of mm. times those are very subtle psychological signs that help a lot of people. <laughs> I just... Okay. I mean, I get it. I get where you're coming from. It's not for me. <laughs> that's because when i get fight or flight usually i end up punching something that's <laughs> not good mm. <laughs> you're very fight yeah. <laughs> yeah. but have you flight. actually punched someone yet yeah oh, dear. oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i got kicked out of a haunted house one time because somebody popped out in front of me and i popped him in the face oh shit because <laughs> oh. that was Brand my reaction that's <laughs> <laughs> not what you're supposed to do <laughs> But it's but that is a really common reaction from people though. Like I have read articles about like people who've worked in haunted houses and like that happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I don't I mean, well it is it is literally a fight or flight. Like those yeah. are the two options. Either you run away from what's scaring you or you hit it in the face. So Sometimes. whereas like Nika doesn't punch her problems no. but she does stand <laughs> up and sing in front of them. That's right. She stands up and she punches them with her tunes. <laughs> yes. yes. Hell yeah. A verbal punch. That was an interesting take on emotions. Okay. Yeah. Well, start it off interesting and see where it gets weird. <laughs> Steph, what do you have to bring to this emotional table? All right. Picture this. I think because I think everybody's found themselves here at some point or another. 
where you may not even be having a bad day, but usually not a great day triggers it in the first place. And maybe it's like mid-afternoon or or kind of whatever your equivalent of mid-afternoon is. It might be early in the morning. It might be nighttime. But you just find yourself really feeling really snappy and grumpy. And you just can't think like everything is getting under your skin and irritating you. And then you think to yourself, oh, shit, when did I last eat? (gasps) Uh, (laughs) I hate hanger. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Which is a great word and I think is a relatively new word in the English language. But yeah, I hate being hangry. (laughs) And, And I will say, like, me personally, it doesn't, I don't super get hangry a lot because of working in restaurants. Like, I've just gotten used to not eating for like nine to 12 hours at a time. But every once in a while, something about like, maybe I don't have a big enough bowl of cereal in the morning, or it's just been an extra crazy day, and I haven't had a chance to shove a snack in my face. And then I find it about like 3pm, I'm just gonna bite everybody's head off. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to look at anybody. I want to go home and like, have an angry shower (laughs) and then usually that turns into oh fuck i need to eat something (laughs) what is your typical go-to snack if i'm at work a packet of peanut butter which i think i talked about when kim talked about peanut Mm -hmm. butter it's like enough of a like protein kind of fat carb hit that it'll it'll take the edge off it's it's very much like those Snickers commercials <laughs> oh. <laughs> like where they're like people are all raging and then they're like you should have a Snickers. Like that's peanut butter is good for that. And then if I, if I'm at home or like even just like out and about, anything very carby mm. like fries. Fries is a good one. I've talked about how much I love fries before. <laughs> like fries is like yeah, it's like a one two punch of like salt and carbs. And it, because it's those like really like the bad, bad carbs for you, like the white carbs that are basically (laughs) sugar. So it just hits your bloodstream like right away. And you're just like, I feel like a god. (laughs) (laughs) Is it, is it something you recognize in yourself pretty quickly or is it only until, okay. Yeah, no, I, I think a lot of people are really good at recognizing when they're hangry and when they're getting hangry. And I'm I'm really good at recognizing when other people I know ah. are getting hangry. Like I have certain coworkers who I know are getting hangry. <laughs> and I and like, yeah, p- friends and stuff like I can tell, but I'm very bad at recognizing it in myself. And I don't I don't know if maybe everybody is not as self-aware in that way. But yeah, there's definitely times where I'm like, yo, we need to send this guy on break because he's like a fucking monster right now and he just needs to eat a salad. <laughs> I will say it was a point of contention within our marriage and it is mm-hmm. Ben has had to get very good at recognizing his hangriness because mm-hmm. he has a very fast metabolism and if he does not eat like every six hours, he will get grumpy. My coworker, uh, I won't say his name, just, just in <laughs> yeah, case. Just yeah, I, yeah, I have a coworker with a very fast metabolism and he like doesn't eat breakfast. Oh. So by the time like 10 o'clock rolls around and we've been working since six, he's literally burned through every calorie he's ever eaten in his entire life. <laughs> and he's a bitch. <laughs> I love him. He's awful when he's hangry. I feel like you guys working with food. I know anytime I feel hangry and I can smell food or anything, it makes it a million times worse. So how do you deal with that at work? Oh, yeah. You try to shove a, some peanut butter in your face or steal a pastry or beg the cooks for something. But yeah, no, absolutely. Like when you're really hungry and you're bringing out just plates and plates of delicious food to people and then they like don't even finish it. <laughs> but they also like rudely like, uh, I, I'm going to reveal something, which I think a lot of people are going to is going to find extremely gross. I think a lot of people will back me up too. If I'm bringing back like take clearing someone's food and bringing it to the back to take to the dish pit. And I know for a fact that they didn't touch something on their plates. I will eat it. Hell yeah. I was just going to ask if you would. Hell yeah. yeah. And usually it's, it's like self-contained things. Like if it's a strip of bacon or like we have our hash browns in like little pots. Gobble or that like shit. today I ate like a piece of a flatbread because I knew it hadn't been touched. So do you hover you do around people that look like light eaters to kind of see? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we call it stranger food. So like, uh, it it got. I started calling it. So when I used to work weddings, people never eat the fucking wedding cake. What? So there would always be tons of what my sister and I called stranger cake. And now in the working at a breakfast joint, there's like stranger hash browns, and stranger bacon. <laughs> Today I had stranger flatbread. Uh, that's okay. Amazing. Yeah, I do. You because this is something that happens to me because I'm I'm a fucking weirdo that gets very into what I'm doing, and I only eat about one meal a day because I just get very invested in what I'm doing. But okay. when I am close to my period, if I don't mm. eat every couple of hours, I will fucking rip heads off do you get extra hangry near your period because i, I don't do. think so no okay but i my period uh, my periods are super infrequent because oh that's right that's call, right okay we talked about yeah although i have started getting periods which is really annoying <laughs> uh, <Bird. laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so, so see if you get hangry near them and report back yeah i don't know i haven't super noticed it usually i just get like way more emotional oh <laughs> yeah I would say I average about two meals a day. Gotcha. Like, yeah. So Damn. sometimes, like, like I don't need a huge amount of food to keep going. And, like, especially if it's, like, my day off. Like, yeah. if I'm pulling a Kim and sitting around the house. Because, again, you and I are, sh- you are short. You don't need to eat that much. And, yeah, and I don't do shit all day. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, especially if it's, like, one of those things where, like, you know, I go, I go to work all day and then I ha- maybe have something after work. And you just, like, you know, maybe I don't have time to go for lunch because you don't always time to yeah. have time to go on lunch break and that kind of thing. And and then all of a sudden it's five o'clock and I'm like, ah, shit, I haven't eaten in like 10 hours. And then usually the problem is, is that I'm like out drinking somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you get wasted Accurate. off of like one drink. Yeah. She's like, that was good. I mean, it's a I good way taco- to cure your hanger, though. You just get... Like, punch drunk <laughs> from hungriness and also alcohol. So what is the worst part of the hangry? I think the worst part of the hangry is realizing what's happening. You're like, oh, I've done this to myself. Uh-oh. Like, not, like, nobody has been extra annoying. Nobody's been fucking up any more than normal. I've just been a bitch about it because <laughs> I can't put calories in my body on time. What is the worst thing you have done whilst hangry? Usually, I just get really snappy with people. I've probably done it to you. <laughs> you have. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, that's why you love me. <laughs> you want to spend your life with me. Yeah, no, usually, especially at work, especially if I'm supervising, because then, like, A, you know, I have to be on top of people a little bit to begin with, and then if I'm managing and I'm hangry and I'm, like, picking out people's faults and flaws <laughs> a lot more and I get really bitchy and snippy with people, and then... I actually have a chance to go eat and like half an hour later I'm all calmed down. I'm like, oh, I've been a cunt. <laughs> and then what is the worst thing someone has done to you as a result of hanger? Mm. Oh man. Or I've perceived had, hanger because obviously I, I've don't had people head. throw like full on hissy fits. Oh damn. Yeah. I mean I've had people like not walk off shift, but like people be like, I need to eat, I'm going and like just like leave and go like get food somewhere. So uh. that sucks. Like yeah. And like and, I, and this is like another thing that's kind of on my list is like people who can't like control their like sleeping or eating schedules. <laughs> like especially in a work context, or like people who like don't eat breakfast before going to a 6 a.m. shift where you know you might not get a chance to eat for like the next 6 hours. It's like that's just like irresponsible to me and then you be- and then you become a, a snippy mess because you're hangry. It's like, all right, well, you kind of set yourself up for failure here. Like, at least <laughs> I always eat breakfast, and I always take the time to eat a solid breakfast. Yeah. Because I get, I'm a bitch if I don't <laughs> eat, like. And when she says solid breakfast, what she means is a bowl of Cheerios, let's be real. A big bowl of Cheerios, thank you very much, they're fortified. <laughs> <laughs> that shit will fill you up yeah! all day. For sure, he's like me and Steph, that's a You eat sawdust that's been rotated into little circles for breakfast. Yeah. you know what, it tastes good, and I poop great. Yeah! Oh my god. If you want me extra fancy, put some strawberries on that shit. It'll last ah. you. <laughs> I don't even get that fancy. <laughs> okay, do you oh, do you try to apologize to people if you've been hangry, or do you just kind of let it go? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. What do you Probably say? Are you not. just like, hey, it, that wasn't me, that was my stomach? Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, hey guys, I'm sorry, I was really hangry for like half an hour. <laughs> yeah. I apologize if I was a huge bitch. But we've all been there. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, like, hanger is universal. 
Especially when you're hangry for like one particular thing. And it's just and you like can't I can't have it. Yeah, like I yeah. will flip my shit if I cannot have a sonic blast. <laughs> uh, I think the closest I ever get to hangry is when like I have plans to make something or mm. eat something specific uh, and then something falls apart and then I have to fucking change those plans. That's when yeah. I get hangry. But I don't think I don't think I've ever been like I mean, I'm a big dude, so clearly I don't have a problem eating. But like I don't think I've ever been to the point where I was like, man, I'm so I'm angry right now because I haven't had a meal. Which I guess is a good thing. Yeah. All things considered. I, I think I've seen but... you get grumpy because you're hungry, but not like... But yeah, usually it's because it's like, we were supposed to eat an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if, there, if I have plans to eat, something goes yeah. wrong, I, I, I get a little pissed. <laughs> yeah. Or if we go to a restaurant and the food is like not food that you like or something like that. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. yeah that's, that's true. But that's you not get, hangry. Like, that's expectations just... hangry. Mm. Yeah, well, like, I like to eat what I like to eat. We've yeah. been over this. <laughs> Ooh, like, when we were all at your place for Gen Con and we ordered, was it Sonic? It was Steak and Shake. <gasps> steak and <laughs> Shake. I remember oh, yeah, this. Oh, yeah, they fucked up my order. Yeah, and I was so pissed. Oh. They, they had, yeah, they had all the like, shit. I asked for, like, three like... specific things not to happen. All three of those things no. happened. And I was like, I'm not eating this fucking bullshit. Yeah, and then oh, he was so mad. Shake. Because we also didn't really have any food in the house. That's so sad. You could oh. have just eaten mine. I ordered like $20 worth of food. Yeah, you got your fucking chili cheese fries <laughs> oh, and you didn't yeah. touch them. I you forgot just... you ordered them. It was and then that you jazz vodka. <laughs> that, was, that was the night Nika fell asleep so hard we stacked a pile of board games on her. <laughs> I, I was so sad. a picture of that. I think I got a picture of that. Yes. Yeah, we have so. a picture of it somewhere. To be fair, I think the next day was whenever I woke up like deathly ill. Oh, so I think oh, my yeah. oh, I remember so that. You were done though, yeah. Yeah, sure. but then you were also like, "Who got chili cheese fries?" And yeah. nobody answered. And we're like, "I think you did." <laughs> Damn, that's really cute. Uh, that's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good love, I suppose, or hate. I suppose you hate people who are hangry and the process thereof. Hate being hangry. Hate myself after I've been hangry. <laughs> now what is it? Me? Is it am I next? Yes. Is it me, Mario? It? Yeah. All right. <laughs> So I'm going to talk about something that is near and dear to all three of our hearts. Ooh, and I think to the hearts of, of well, I mean, but, but yeah, I wasn't including myself, Okay, but I don't have a heart. No, to all of our hearts, as well as to the hearts of the people who are listening to this fine publication. You know, think, think about high school and think about middle school and think about something that you longed for. But maybe never quite got. Like, maybe you had, like, some people you hung out with, but then you went to college and you didn't really have them anymore. But Friends? Then we, but then we found the internet, and you found other people who think like you, and other people who were like, hey, I like X, Y, and Z. And you're like, well, you like X, Y, and Z. I like X, Y, and Z, too. Did we just become best friends? Yup. <laughs> Mutual regard. <laughs> That's right. I'm talking about acceptance, Aww. yo. The best of the emotions. Damn. Who doesn't love being accepted? It Nobody. <laughs> Even terrible people like being accepted. Like, that's why the KKK exists. <laughs> all, all the angry white people fuck. were like, no one is accepting our views. And so they all grouped up together and they were like, hey, look, I accept your views that are terrible. My views are terrible, too. <laughs> that's so true. God damn. That's why all the incels are on Reddit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, See, there's a whole... Everybody can find acceptance somewhere. And I think that's a good thing, and I love acceptance. Yeah, it's the most amazing feeling. Yeah. Like, when you just find, like, like you, you can just be fucking around, like, like uh, what was it the other day? I was I was checking out a customer, and they were they had a uh, a Broly tattoo. And I was like, what the fuck is that, Broly? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no way, you know what it is? <laughs> and you're like, of course! Mm-hmm. And we had a little moment. <laughs> that is, that is so extremely fun and i feel like every time that happens you walk away and your soul feels a little more full yeah it's just yeah. so good you're just like there are other people there are literally dozens of us out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, like i'm not alone actually yeah, yeah. and like even romantically just like someone reciprocating the love you feel for them is also oh, a form yeah, of acceptance totally. yeah which is like very special <laughs> And there's the whole thing with acceptance, like, like acceptance allows you to do so much more mm, than when mm-hmm. you're not around people who accept you. Like, like, when you're with people who accept you, you can take more risks because you have that trust. 
and you know that like hey I might fu- hey maybe I'm maybe I'm a terrible singer and my uh, <laughs> and, and my my version of I dream to dream is bad but my, these people accept me yeah. so oh. so I can sing in front of them and it'll be okay Damn, you know what? Brad, I feel like you've heard this version of me singing a dream to dream, and, and it was bad. <laughs> I mean, it might have been good. I don't know, but maybe, but but like either way, you, you're willing to do it because you're like these people like me. They accept yeah. me for who I am, and yeah. if it's bad, they'll be like, yay. And if it's good, they'll be like, yay. And I won't even know. Yeah, their acceptance makes it good. Yeah. Yeah. But also, sometimes they'll be like, yo, dude, never do that again. I love you. Don't do it again. <laughs> No, I do feel like also those moments are sometimes just as good, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. You call that. It's just shit. the um, like finding people who you can connect with in a way that is like sincere and even so- like so- like I, like, I don't know shit about that dude who had a Broly tattoo, mm-hmm. but like we connected on that one thing. Yeah. And it was kind of fun. It was kind of cool. But I don't know. It's just nice. It's nice to find people who have things in common with you and who are like not judgy about it. And you know if you ever see him again, you're going to point at him and go, hey! Yeah. And he'll point at you <laughs> yeah, and go, hey! <laughs> Even stupid shit. Like, I drive a Subaru, and like every time I see another Subaru driver who's driving impressive, I'm like, what's up? And then I get the head nod back. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. I love it. I hey, love it. <laughs> it is cool that you drive a car that will do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's I think it's great to find people who like, are just like you find something in common with somebody, you click on them on some level, and you get that like that that nice warm fuzzy feeling. Like it validates your existence and also their yeah. existence at the same time. Because there's nothing more awkward than when you try to have that moment with somebody, Ugh. and either you've judged it wrong or or they're w- weird and they don't want to do it for some reason. Like you know, if if you had been like, "Is that Broly?" and the guy would have been like, "Yeah, so." Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. I hate thing. those people. Like, or if I was like, is that Broly? He was like, no, it's Goku, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, let me bend it's over like, and kick so my asshole at you, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> I hate whenever that happens because you get your hopes up so much. And then it's yeah. the most disappointing and devastating feeling because if they don't reciprocate that, then you either feel like, man, like, maybe I shouldn't say anything anymore. Like, you you question everything. Your whole self starts falling apart. You just have to walk into a bush and disappear at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pull that Homer Simpson. Yeah. Like, the the benevolent brotherhood of man that you find when you make a horrible joke and someone laughs so hard at it, and you're just like, we have an instant connection. You're my friend for life. (laughs) That's why games, like... Cards Against Humanity and Slash <laughs> yeah. are are so good because like you just you throw down the cards and you hope somebody will find your joke funny. Yeah. Granted, granted, like once you played enough with the same group of people, it's no longer funny because they've already heard all of. But then the combinations you've already got your tribe, so. Yeah, exactly. But so like that's why I don't know. It's just cool to have to put something out there and have somebody receive it and be like, yeah, I too put that out there. Mm-hmm. Acceptance is good. The reciprocation of mutual affection. Yeah. yeah, man. Good shit. Yeah, and it, it's that's you know one of the best things about the internet is that yeah, it does put us all in this weird nebulous space where we can find the people who are into the same things as us. You know, whether that is extremely obscure fetishes <laughs> or how's that? Hey, hey, <laughs> or a combination of those two. I mean, think about, yeah. like, all of those insane, not safe for work subreddits. Like, the really <laughs> specific ones. Like, those people probably 45, never would have found each other. 4555, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My two booty brethren. <laughs> Shout out. <Yeah. laughs> there is a community for everybody. Yeah. You just gotta find yours. Yeah, that's nice. And hopefully it's not a racist one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if, you're, if all your communities are racist communities, you may want to take a look at yourself. Then you do need to question everything. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I, yeah, I, yeah, acceptance. There That's we go. Good. I'm done. Yeah. Next. So, uh, this is a deep core hatred that goes deep into me and my insecurities. And this is when something happens, like either someone promises you something or you get your expectations up and they don't follow through. Like somehow you put yourself out there, you hope for something, you get your hopes so high and they don't deliver and you feel like the biggest asshole. And it 
is the worst feeling ever because you want to hate the person that raised your expectations so high, but you can't. It's their fault, but it's not. And you feel like the biggest asshole for getting your your hopes raised up. And then you just sit and you are laying in your bed at night and you can't fall asleep because you feel like your heart has been broken and you can't quite pinpoint why, but you just know that it hurts a lot that what you were expecting did not happen. Man, Damn. this is why I'm, like, so glad I'm never gonna have to date again. Ugh! Dating is the worst for this. Ugh. I used to get, like, fucking death crushes on people. And it, every fucking time, Ben is the only person who has ever felt the same way about me as I felt about him. And, like, every other time, it's just like, I want to fucking die. I hate this so much. I have done so much for this person. And they just don't feel the same way. It's not their fault. But I feel mm-hmm. like the biggest fucking asshole for hoping that it would turn out differently, which is the most depressing thing ever. And like when I was in college, I was part of this improv group and I graduated early. And so I was on the same sort of tier to become a leader as uh, two other people who were in a grave above me. And the leaders that were two years above me, they knew that. And so they knew I was in consideration to be the leader for the next year. And one of the leaders had taken me aside the entire year. He was like, yeah, we want you to be one of the leaders of this improv group. Just like, we're really pushing for it. We know how dedicated you are. These other people, they don't really are. They're not as into it as you are. We know how hard you're working. And then the night they decided it was the night of finals. He called me up and he's like, we talked about it and you're not going to be one of the leaders. And it was the last chance I had had to be a leader for this improv group. And I cried all night. Like, I felt like I had been broken up with. It was the fucking worst. It is a terrible, heartbreaking feeling when someone subverts your expectations. It's the fucking worst. Can I ask you, whenever that happens, and and it is that deep, like, you know... That if it's a friendship, this is the moment that the friendship changes, or if this is like a relationship with a business or something like that, like you know it's different. How do you compartmentalize all of the feelings you previously had? Do you hate them? Do you like feel anger? Um, are you like just kind of whatever, I'm gonna forget about it and move on? I generally just need some time away from them. And if they're a good person, they'll grant me that (laughs) to like get my shit together to where I can bear seeing them. Because a lot of times when I was younger, like you'd have to see that person again and again and again. And it would just make me more and more and more bitter and more and more distanced from my emotions, actually, which is how I got really good at dissociating from my emotions. But if they are a good person, they will let you take some time away to reconcile your emotions and get okay with how you're feeling. And then when you're seeing them in the amount that you're okay with, and if it gets too much, they'll be okay with you distancing yourself again. Just like, it, you have to you have to take yourself, you have to give yourself some time to feel all the emotions that you need to feel and understand that they're okay. But also understand that it's not the other person's fault necessarily for not choosing you or not accepting you. Like, sometimes it is. <laughs> but you also have to not hate them for that. So you have to kind of let that go. So you have to just like take that time to reconcile all that and then come back to it and be like, our relationship is never going to be the same. Uh, I'm going to be a bit more wary around you, but I'm not going to be a a horrid person towards you (laughs) because I'm mad. Now, Kim, is it, do you think the part of it that's worse for you, because I know which part is worse for me, is it their failure to come through with whatever the thing was, or is it your failure to not realize that they were never going to come through. Oh, absolutely my failure that they are never going to oh, come yeah, through. Oh, yeah, that's where I'm at, oh, too, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah, because that's the worst. You you beat yourself up in the middle of the night, just like, you should have known better. Like, how fucking stupid are you? Just like, this is something you should have figured out a long time ago. Like, you're not as important to this person as as they are to you. And it's just like, the worst! It sucks! Yep. <laughs> it hoits! Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. It's, it is bad. Because you can yeah. you can walk off other people's, you know, actions, yeah. lack of actions or whatever, but you, it's hard to walk off your own mistakes. And, like, when you get so earnestly excited about something, and it's so hard to, like, look your earnest self in the face and be like, you stupid motherfucker, how did you get so excited about this thing that was yeah. never gonna happen in this real-ass world? How do you get to a point where you can do that, though, and just not... 
Like if it's something where, like in your uh, leader scenario, like it's not necessarily, I feel like anything anyone did, you had every reason to be excited about it. How do you balance that being excited to not getting so overly so, so that whenever it didn't happen, you weren't utterly crushed? <gasps> I That's a question because I still get that way now. Because genuinely for, for how... I don't know. This is I don't know if this is getting too deep for the podcast, but I feel like as open as I appear to seem, it's a very thin patina. I am I am a very guarded person with a lot of things. For as much as I would like to trust in things with people, it is sort of a limited amount. I would rather be excited for people and and encourage people than have people encourage me in a way i don't know you know <laughs> wow yep nope i know exactly what you mean <laughs> damn fucking yes <laughs> what i would say kim though is you're doing a better job of uh, how you're describing handling it than i do like i'm very much a like fuck me once that's my fault. Oh. fuck me twice mm. you're done like i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna go near you again like clearly you're not you're unable to withhold to, to uphold your end of any bargain that I might ask. So, no, I'm not going to call you and see if you want to go out to dinner or have or have drinks at a bar because you're unable to make it half the time. Mm. If you want to go out, guess what? You can call me and if I'm if I'm available, then yeah, we can go have drinks. Yeah. Can I but say I'm not going to go out of my way to accommodate you when you fucked me over in the past. Can I just say to that Brad, I have a effectively done that once and it was one of the most gratifying things I think I've ever done. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, we're friends. It's cool. Like I'm not super upset at you because I get it. That's just that's how it's gonna be. But like if this is how it's gonna be, then it's gonna be the responsibility for planning things is now on you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've just learned it's easier for me to I don't know, pour my time into others instead of letting others pour themselves into me in a way. Just like I mm-hmm. I want to help and encourage other people's, but I don't want to let other people really touch me because that hurts sometimes, you know? <laughs> you find that that sense. sets you up, though, like where you've like, I've put so much, you know, energy into you. And it's not reciprocated. Like, does he, do you find that that exacerbates the problem, or or do you have enough of a division there where you're like, no, I haven't invested in this because I haven't let this become like a two way street. I think I've, it's always kind of been a bit of a balance. And if we're getting super deep on the cast, hey, that's always kind of been my role in my family. Is I've always been sort of the mediator and the support for everybody else, and nobody's ever really been that for me Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of a natural role for me to fill where it's just like it's more important to make sure that other people are are okay and less important to let people do things for me you know Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know if i'm making any sense but it i I, I, make 100 sense sense. (laughs) it just it just works differently yeah for me personally Mm -hmm. and it may be just like a defense mechanism because i don't like I don't like that feeling of of getting my hopes up and getting disappointed yeah. because it's only when I let people do things for me that I get disappointed. So I just rather do everything for myself by myself. Right. No, for sure. Makes sense. I didn't mean to end this on a bummer note. Sorry. I mean, we did no. an episode about emotions. Like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we ended on a hate. Emotions. I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> Milk was a bad. <laughs> I mean, like if if anything, you know, you're you're helping people be a little more aware of their relationships, and hopefully, they can evaluate maybe what are not good relationships that they're in right now, and yeah, just make sure that like you're being equitable. Yeah, and maybe this is my my own self destructive way is just like screaming it into the internet. Who fucking mm. knows, baby? Yeah, <laughs> just like I mean, if people are willing to put in effort to be in a relationship, whether it be a friendship or your coworkers, a relationship, relationship or whatever with you, then like put in the same amount of energy. And yeah. if you're not willing to do that, then tell that fucking person so that they don't have to waste their time. Mm-hmm. So that was that. That was that episode about emotions. I hope we made you feel things. Yeah. Fucking feel. Stupid. They all feel, they all feel hatred for us. Yeah. They feel they must unsubscribe. <laughs> Just no. in deep contempt. Yeah. But mostly, we hope that you feel like 
clicking a donate on patreon.com. Yeah. Slash love to hate. <laughs> because we always love our patrons and they never let us down. Yeah. Even if they, they really don't. They're amazing. <laughs> Anyways, we got to thank some folks. Uh, Kim, who are they? Oh, shit. Number one is Gabby Davis. Yeah. What? The Gabby. Mad Gab. That Mad Gab. She is a fucking sweetheart. She is a good girl. So sweet. She's very, she very is. good. She has talked to me in the DMs, and she's just a very, very kind girl. And mm-hmm. I am very sad mm-hmm. I didn't get to see her when she was in Nashville. But you know what? We'll get to see each other very soon. She's a beauty. She's Grace. She's just a cool girl. I like her face. Accurate. But she loves Taylor Swift. <laughs> I know. I know. She- and I'm I'm not going to be mean about Taylor Swift, and that's how much I like her, is I'm not going to be mean about Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. She is extremely nice and wonderful and a beautiful person inside and out. Just Mm -hmm. so pleasant and loving and positive. Mm -hmm. Like, she's one of those people that's out there, like, you know, encouraging people and, like, trying to get everybody, like, psyched up about themselves. It's good. Uh, Who else? Uh, Her fiance. Her fiance. Fiance. This is not a house divided. (laughs) No. This is a strong house. Isn't his name, like, also Gabe? Yeah, Gabby and Uh, Gabe. Yeah, Gabby and Gabe. G&G. Yeah, it's very cute. Gabe brought an extremely cute t-shirt with Gabby's picture on it (gasps) to GeekyCon. That's And got all of us to sign it. And it was so cute. They're an adorable couple. They're both very beautiful together. I think they're getting married relatively soon, too. Yeah! So that's exciting. And I think Steph and I met his brother at at Gen, Gen Con. Oh, we fun. did not. We awkwardly didn't meet his brother because we, we weren't sure if it was his brother or not. Booth. That's right. Oh no, yeah, yeah, that's right. We were like, we, we did, who do we do? We just give him the the Twitter name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. It was embarrassing. Brother. It was not one of our better better moments, nope. and that's no. why I brought it up. Yep. Because <laughs> no. we're bad people, and Gabby and Dave, Gabby and Gabe are good people. Gabe is Gabe's very funny. I like him. He got good Twitter. Mm-hmm. Both Gabe and Gabby, Twitter strong. All right. So uh, here's the thing, folks. Uh, we do have a goal to get back to. For a few months, we were at 300. And understandably, uh, we dipped below it because we went a few months without releasing because life. Yeah. But now we're back and we have uh, a few extra episodes in the can to give to you guys if we can get back over 300 bucks a month. And apparently one of us will show our bussy for money. <laughs> I wrote that in the notes. Four guesses who. And uh, yeah, whoever's got the hairiest bussy will show it. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Gotta start waxing. <laughs> but if Patreon asks, we did not say that. <laughs> but yeah, like we have an unreleased episode that had terrible audio. So that's in the chamber, like waiting to be a bonus episode. Uh, I want to do a things I hate about wedding planning yeah, episode be <laughs> uh, because yeah, Kim and Nika have both been there. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have fun things in the offing if we can get back up above three hundred. So uh, you know, if you're listening and you think we're entertaining, and and we are worth anywhere from you know one to forty to fifty bucks a month or however much a month you want to pay us. Think about doing that. We yeah. would really appreciate Show it. Show us and, your and if you money, can't bussy. afford that, that's fine. We respect the fact that not everybody has a couple extra bucks to give to a bunch of idiots on the internet. <laughs> but every little bit, we sincerely you know, appreciate. Not unlike Babam Bam and <laughs> The Adventure Zone, we don't do ads on other shows. Yeah. So we rely strictly on people telling other people stuff about our show. Preferably positive stuff. Mm-hmm. We like positive stuff. You're going to tell people negative stuff. That's rude. Yeah, please don't. Tell it to our face. <laughs> you cowards. <laughs> yeah. Cowards. Tweet Speaking our of which, no more new reviews. What is this? Yeah, how fucking they dare you? They couldn't say anything nice, so they didn't say Why anything. Why hasn't anyone stolen an iPad yet? <laughs> <laughs> Go into Best Buy right now. 
What is this, Black Friday weekend? You make an appointment at that genius store, and you 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 tell them, hey, I need your I need your iPhone and your MacBook Air, and I need to leave reviews about this podcast. Yep. And while you're at it, also download the podcast yep. on all of them. You go, up, you go up to Brayden, who's working as a genius at the Mac store. Tell him to stop having his side conversation with Guy. <laughs> with Mike Guy, Ninja Warrior. <laughs> And you say, hey, what's your fucking iTunes login, you fucking doink? <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> but yeah, no, we need that. We need that good positive energy. We need those reviews. Yep. Also, go to the website and vote because, uh, again, it's a whole mechanic in this show. So Kill. if we don't have votes, then usually speaking, I win. Kill so I vote fuck. every episode. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> And I've already won one. So that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, that's boring. Let's not do that again. That's boring. Season three right. is Nika's underdog story. Yes! Yeah. Give me something good this year. <laughs> Go give Nika some votes for, for, for whatever uh, winter holiday you celebrate. Hashtag treats for Nika. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I think that, that just about wraps up this episode. Before we scuttle off this internet coil, Let's get everybody some contacts. If you want to get a hold of me on the Twitter.com, you can find me at B squared underscore yo. Steph, where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me at Steph O. Kingston, and you can find our editor, Josh, at J.W. Scalf. Nice. nice. Nika? At Nika underscore Howard. And Kim, where can people find you? I- Hooting about the anime. <laughs> I do big, nasty shitpost dumps at mm. Kim Caddies. That's at K-Y-M-C-A-T-T-Y-S. You can also find us on Twitter and on Gmail. Steph, why don't you give people those deets? So our Twitter is love to hate cast. You can email us at love to hate cast at gmail.com and go to our website to vote and look at other things, which is love to hate podcast.com. So yeah, go do all of those things. Come say hi to us. Mm-hmm. We'll say hi back. Yeah. We'll be nice. We won't be rude unless you're rude. And then we'll be rude, but we probably won't be rude as other people might be. Because <laughs> there's a lot of real rude dudes on the it's internet. That's true. Yep. All right. I got one real toot for you. <laughs> All right. So hopefully you enjoyed the podcast and did not hate it. But, you know, either way, loves or hate us, just go rate us. Please. <laughs> Ay, that rhymes. It rhymes. <laughs> I don't need a rhyming dictionary. Josh, call, me Lin- call me Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh, shit. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> Mine is a hate, and mine is basically the antithesis to Brad's. Ooh. And Kim is gonna hate, 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 hate. hate, hate. No, don't, no! <laughs> <laughs> you caught me! Damn, you, you caught tripped. me for two seconds! <laughs> I was going along with it! <laughs> I couldn't <refer. laughs> You caught me for like 1.5 seconds, and then I realized. I was like, she will either immediately yell at me or she'll join in and it will be the best moment of this <laughs> Listen, the great white witch took control of my mind until I fought her off. <laughs> <laughs>